This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 119. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. It's October the 17th. Welcome back to the show, Spencer. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, On this day in history, the London Beer Flood. Oh, no. In 1814, vats of beer at the Moe & Company Brewery burst, flooding city streets with 610,000 liters of beer. What is that in American? (laughs) (laughs) The almost 15 feet tall wave of porter killed eight people, some of whom were gathered for a funeral. This is like the... They got... I mean, what a way to go, though. That's a horrible story. (laughs) There's nothing else better that happened today. Uh, that was the biggest thing. In- oh, in 1956, Bobby Fischer wins the game of the century. What's The what? chess match between 13-year-old Fischer and Donald Byrne took place at the Marshall Chess Club in New York City. Yeah. I'm assuming Bobby Fischer won. Uh, Otherwise, it probably wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, robots beat people at, at chess now, yeah. so who cares, you know? Yeah. Do you uh, know how to play chess? Yeah. I mean, not good, but yes, I don't know, know I the have, basic moves. <laughs> I just know that the uh, king kills the court, or the queen kills the king, and checkmate. I, and yeah, I mean, I, I know no strategy. Yeah, but I know how each, you know, like the bishop can go diagonal. I know that I know how they right, move. Right, right. But I couldn't think like three moves ahead of anybody. No, you know? no, that's crazy. But that's what they do. They're that's like crazy. Six moves ahead. They're like, oh, you're playing the. Sicilian defense or whatever. <laughs> is that is that real? Did know. you just make that up or <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's probably something in fencing. Okay. Fencing? How is your fence coming in the back? <laughs> hey, we got posts in. We got concrete nice. in the post nice. holes. Yeah, because it was uh tore up last time I looked at it, you know. Yeah. We just gotta get the vinyl, which <laughs> the would English be... language is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. There's just fencing and yeah. fencing and and anyway, what side of the fence are you on when it comes to fencing? <laughs> oh. I don't know, but I'll fence you about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have been gone for a minute and, you know, I feel like we have uh, relatively reasonable excuses, you know, and I know all 500 million of our fans have yeah. been disappointed um, that it's been a month since we've done an episode. And we left you with our tragic September 11th thoughts and then, you know, couldn't bring ourselves to do another episode. No, we were too sad. But in reality, I uh, I moved and I was kind of too busy to, to do much else that week, uh, a couple weekends ago. I moved into my fire shack or yep. I need to come up with a good name for it. Uh, like burnt house. Burnt house? Burnt, burnt shack. I just like the word shack because it's so small. Yeah. You know what's nice about having a small house? If anyone wants to tour it, you just walk in the door and say, This is it. This is it. My bedroom's through <laughs> I, that door. The kitchen, yeah. <laughs> kitchen, living room. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and it's then, cozy. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. 
I've uh, gotten more stuff done finally because I well we I'm, should start at the beginning. The second reason what there's a beginning to that. Well, the we were our band rejected takeoff was oh, going to play a right. show. That's right, and we were uh, pretty excited. Yeah, and then um, last minute day of our drummer threw out his back sneezing. Yeah, literally. Yeah, he's a doctor though, so it's okay. I, just know, just know that even if you're a doctor, you can uh, throw out your back sneezing. <laughs> so that's why we canceled the show. So we're sorry if anybody showed up and yeah, I mean, you could listen to the other bands. Like it's fine. Did, but <laughs> <laughs> you never know. There was uh, <laughs> there was a two tickets sold. Actually, after you posted about it uh-huh. on social media, I had like four people text really and say, "Is everything okay?" They thought one of us had coronavirus. Well, because you put you put. <laughs> you you put on the thing like due to an unforeseen medical. Yeah. Well, that I know. I I know. I'm not going to go into the details of, right. of why he may or may not have had COVID as well. But it's sure, <laughs> sure. Um, so that's that's the that's what started this all. I can't imagine any of those other people listened to us. So what happened is, is I told the venue that he had COVID because it's easier. It was. It it's was. It's easier, easier than saying he and sneezed and threw out his back. It ensured that there was no possibility of them saying, "Oh well, you know, yeah. here's a replacement drummer that can come and learn your songs in five minutes." And, right. You know, anything like that. So, um, but yeah, he just threw out his back. That was the unforeseen medical condition. I mean, you can't play the drums with the thrown out back. No, I no, mean, it's you can't. Yeah. You can't. Um, so I thought, hey, we should record an episode a couple days later, and we didn't. And you had well that's yeah i'm i moved you moved so you were busy and then you you threw out your back well it's not so much throwing it out right i mean as, what, as, what do you call it well a sciatica is the, what it's I, technically okay. called sure. and to anyone that's ever had it you know what it is screaming and shooting pain you're yeah so your sciatic nerve it runs from like your your, your lower area your spine and then it wraps around uh in your mi- lower middle Lower, well, not middle, lower back. Yeah. And then it goes down your butt and it goes all the way down to your toes. And um, if it gets pinched or uh, if something is inflamed around it or whatever, it is unimaginable pain. It's terrible. Yeah. And uh, I've had it, I've always had issues with it, but I've had three three times when it, it uh, flares up. up, I guess, yeah. f- for whatever reason. And actually, I'll, I'll, times have reasons the first one was i was delivering pizza and the car i had really low to the ground car and with getting out i was getting out not right of the car and (laughs) there isn't a really a right way you gotta swing your legs uh, out yeah and it it put a strain on it and it caused it to flare up and it hurt so bad i had to quit that job like i could not do it yeah and uh the other time was in colorado when i was working in the dairy at king supers just from lifting and everything. And I had to take, I think, two or three weeks off. Wow. And then this time was after the move. And it uh, this is this has been the worst time, worst one I've ever had. And um, I couldn't walk. Like, yeah. I could not only could I not walk, like, any movement caused shooting pain. And uh, I was in my bed. I couldn't, I couldn't go to my desk job. It hurt so bad. Yeah. Like, I couldn't sit up. I... It was it was awful, you know, so much so that I, you know, messaged Ethan. I was like, "Can you just give me something?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and well, uh, he is your primary care physician. Yeah, yeah, and um, 
It's, it, not, it's not HIPAA for me to say it, right? I don't know. It's only if he says it. Yeah, HIPAA, HIPAA is, it gets misconstrued all the it's time. It's only if the it's, doctor says it. I don't even, I think it's specific. Or professionals. For pharmacies that, I, I don't know. know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I can talk about your ailments all day long, publicly. Well, yeah. But Ethan, because well, he's your PCP it just depends. Kid. You know, if I told you about my ailments, then you can talk about it. But, it, you know, if Ethan told you, then if you'd be betraying me. Ethan's trust, and then he could get in trouble. He would get in trouble. Either though. way, you're cool. Yeah, I'm good either way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which he has. You should know. Like, yeah. he's told me everything. No, well, he does tell us stories, but he never tells names. No, he told me everything you have. He showed me your chart. <laughs> well, it, was pretty, uh, it probably just says... Uh, pain caused by fat, shortness of breath <laughs> caused by fat, uh, migraines caused by fat. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he he wasn't my prescribing doctor when I got CPAP. Oh, really? you remember oh, the CPAP yeah, story? Yeah. Interesting story. I had uh, life insurance, like uh, you know, you always get the basic one from work. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know what it's always different everywhere, but like the mm-hmm. basic package, and then you can add more for like ten dollars a month, right? Uh. Prudential, I think it was Prudential, turned me down because of Ethan's report on me that I have CPAP and been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Unbelievable. Right? But then I get a new job. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Hartford. Uh-huh. It's, it's one of the. It's either it's, it's the two. I don't. I can't remember which way it goes. Right. They approve me. They're like, whatever. We don't care. Yeah, I got like a half mil policy. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't understand. I mean, does some point those expire? Right. Like. It doesn't go all the way up until you're like 90 or something right. because it seems like that would be a losing gamble. Every no, time. every every year. Oh, okay. I mean, you can buy term life insurance, right? So you you can call and say, "Hey, I'm 37 now. I want a policy until I'm 50." And they'll say, "Okay, based on everything, we're going to charge you 20 bucks a month and we'll renegotiate at 50." Okay. But when you're doing it at work, right. it's open enrollment every right, year. Right, right, right. So, it can know. go up every year. I just click buttons till it says I'm done. Every work, every job I've had has always given me like at least salary times two. <laughs> that would be nothing as a <laughs> as a life insurance to my family, right? But I always do the max mm-hmm. just because it's yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, so that way we know if you die, we look at Ashley first to see if maybe she right. was interested in that. Yeah, that I, did I tell you that? Did I tell you my response when I found out I got approved? Huh? No. So, okay, I thought I told you this story. I was. I was on my computer. I got the email. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, your life insurance has been approved for a half million dollars. And I was like, yes. And then I had a moment of like, wait, I shouldn't be happy about that. <laughs> but I, <laughs> it was a weird, it was like, a weird. Uh, hey, honey, <laughs> get out the knives. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird existential feeling of like, well, if something happens to me, at least my family will be okay. And I was more excited about that than I was depressed about possibly dying. Oh, well, that's good. Well, I don't know if it's no, good. I mean, it's, it's something. Yeah, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's it is something. You're right. Um, yeah. So that's what kept us away. Well, then you got sick last week, and then I got a cold. Uh, I started feeling it coming on on Sunday, and I thought on Monday I was like, maybe this isn't gonna happen. And then Tuesday went downhill, and I I full on got a cold. Um, I didn't. I never thought I had Rona, but some of my bosses thought I should get tested. Blah 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 blah. Um, but uh, no Rona for me. And Quinn got sick too. Yeah, we got so her we're tested. All sick and she, and she, no Rona here. But so I went to go get a Rona test the other day, and as I was driving in, it uh, it brought back 
all the memories from last year. And last year was crazy, man. It's yeah. It was so crazy. It made me feel really icky and just like <laughs> just No, all of the memes and stuff about twenty twenty. Yeah. Are, it's completely true. Yeah. Like, we're going to continue to look back on that year in our lives like, oh, my. I mean, it was just terrible. And just just the weird feelings of, you know, March 11th when stuff just yeah started sliding down and you realize that this was actually a big deal. It and all started with Kobe. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Right. In February, he then, died be- in, a, in a helicopter and crash because of COVID. <laughs> and the year was basically over after that. It was like, yeah. I don't know. It was a really weird year. And yeah. It, like. I'm not I'm not trying to be one of those like you don't understand at all. But there's also something about having like a three year old and now she's five mm, yeah. from that time to that time. It's like what happened? I know. I know. We're we're out we're rolling at the end of twenty twenty one. We're still not completely done with this thing because people. Um No, we're not even close. Yeah. We're headed into You know what the the worst uh, I just hit the find my Oh Phone. I don't think it bled through, Weird. but did you find your phone? Yeah, okay. it was right in front of me. I don't. <laughs> um, like uh, I was watching, what was I watching? Oh, I was watching World uh, or baseball playoffs. Pack stadiums, no masks. Yeah. I was watching football. Pack stadiums, no masks. So I don't know. I guess. I mean, I get the daily update from the New York Times. Yeah, and it has the graph from the entire pandemic, uh-huh. and it's certainly down. Yeah, it's on a downward trend. However, if you draw a line where we are and go back in time uh-huh. we're we're at about where we were in february which was pretty shitty right that's where we are now now we're trending down but right. we're also headed into cold and thanksgiving right 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 and you know halloween who people are going to put like instead of razor blades and apples it's going to be covid <laughs> can you <laughs> <laughs> i don't know they'll figure it out oh man but so uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where we've been. I yep. feel like those are decent excuses. And, but we're back, uh, and we promise that we'll try to do another episode. Don't okay. That's it. Oh, okay. We promise. No that, amount of time. Just yeah. Well, I promise we'll try. Not to even get, before the yeah. year, the end of the year. Or? We will try to get to one twenty. <laughs> is the promise I will make. We will. We will try. We should have had fifty. We've we we started the year at hundred, and we're only at nineteen. I'm not making any promises. I know that because I counted up all the different shirts that I've worn. <laughs> I think there's an easier way. I think the, you know, every podcast well, app I didn't will show know, you the date. I didn't know that we started the year at 100 until... Speaking of shirt, what do you got today? Oh, it's another Star Trek shirt I made. That looks like the AllSpark. No, it's the Borg Cube. Oh, okay. It's a Borg Cube. Borg Cube. And it says futile because resistance I mean, is futile. I should be, like, I know that was ignorant. All right? But yeah. it, it's a cube. Yeah. And it's sci-fi. Yeah. You know? The AllSpark isn't in a... It's, a, is it's it? like a cube. It turns into a cube, remember? And they put it in their chest. Yeah. Uh, Transformers. Speaking of sci-fi. Yeah. I've never... I like sci-fi movies. Yeah. I've never watched Star Trek like you. I don't know why. Actually, I did growing up with my parents. Yeah. You know? It's not for everybody. I think it was the next generation at that point. Would Probably. that be right in the yeah, 90s? Yeah, that's what I watched with my dad. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have like a 45-minute drive to fill one of our vending machines. Right. So 90 minutes or two hours, basically, that I can mm-hmm. back and forth. So I like I, I get some Audible books, right? So one I was listening to was about all the Apollo missions. Mm. And the other day, or a few weeks ago, I was talking with some friends. And uh, Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian, uh-huh. uh, wrote a new book called Project Hail Mary. Mm. It's like a 15-hour listen, mm-hmm. you know? Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't know 
that I was a fan of science fiction novels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like I just it's never been something I've always kind of gone I've drifted towards nonfiction. Mm-hmm. You know, but th- that book is really good. I said, well, you know, it depends on the sci-fi for me. Well, that's not true. I like most of it, but I, you know, really enjoy the the actual Earth in the future sorts of, yeah. you know, especially when it's uh, reasonable. You know, yeah. not completely like, come on. That's guys. and that's what I like <laughs> about Andy Weir. Well, it, well, I should be fair. The only uh-huh. two works I know of him, I did download another book he wrote, right? But I, you know, I've seen The Martian, and then I've, I've listen to project hail mary and it's yeah it's he's got a he's got a good wit huh they're gonna make a movie out of it they really should what's it about sounds like a the, dystopian earth is about to explode kind of movie yeah kind of kind of the the plot is a guy wakes up on a spaceship by himself Ooh, that's how it starts creepy. and he can't remember anything i just finished a sci-fi series that made it, it did three seasons what did i watch it on Oh, remember I think that, it was on CBS. What was it called? Remember that show, Gravity? The movie? <laughs> no, sorry. It was a series. I'm pretty sure it was called Gravity. But it got canceled after one season. It was so good. Wait, the Mars one? No, that was another one last year. Gravity's pretty old. Mm. Let me see if I can find it, too, while you're looking up. Uh, um. Anyway, I watched this show about... Uh, it's. A, it was actually... It was a terrible show. The concept was was good, but then it just went off the rails, and I just had to finish watching it because I just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but um, it was about an asteroid that's coming to hit Earth, and it's too big to, you know, if, if they hit it with a, a nuke, it's going to split and, and do worse damage. And <laughs> and then it gets... So they, they, they literally said, we have to address the Armageddon plot first. Yeah. And s- explain why that won't work. Well, yeah. Because that's where everybody's going to... Right, right. You're like it worked so well for Bruce. <laughs> like it's got to work. Defying you know, gravity. Know, was the did you know they're trying the Bruce Willis way right now, just to test it? Did you see that NASA is? We've actually launched a nuke N- into uh, space. Look it up. I I don't know if it's a nuke, but we we are launching a satellite that's going to rendezvous with some sort of a a comet or asteroid or something and I mean I know we landed on one a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. This is is I, I believe this one's going to try and nudge it or something. I can't remember. I feel like we could model that with like a com- Oh, it's like maybe like put a booster on it. I, that could work. I mean it's just inertia. On. You know what I, I mean? Better look it up. Anyway, this stupid show that I watched, it started off okay and then um it got to it got like political where this there all of a sudden there's a government coup because of this and someone <laughs> assassinates the president and all all this other garbage and I'm like people trying to seize power of things and everyone knows there's an asteroid coming so yeah what and they, so it takes like you the, know the writers had a hard it's time coming, continuing the it's plot. coming in 18 or it's coming in 8 months and it takes all the way up to the asteroid coming to hit the planet right and it turns out they're aliens. It's this not an a, asteroid. Oh. <laughs> it was, this is a miniseries? Uh, I guess. It was only three seasons. and it. Oh, ended. it's three seasons? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, I mean, you come up with a good plot point. No, it... it you can't... If you, if you wrote a good plot, it was like, you can't have an end. It was like right? 24, kind of, okay. with an asteroid coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was... But it was dumb. That was... I, I, I hope, I hope if everyone in the government knew that an asteroid was coming to kill us all... I would oh, hope they would, you know, put aside stuff and just say, there's no sense in 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 fighting over power right now because if we don't stop the asteroid, 
we're all going to die. It's a lot of faith you're putting in people, man. I know. Listen. There it is. We have a big chunk of the population that won't get vaccinated. I I so know. And this is a real life it's lesson. It's probably the same chunk that would be like, that asteroid ain't real. <laughs> it's true. It's fucking aliens. It's fake news. Uh, I'll tell the, you what. By the way, the show I was talking about was called Defying Gravity, and it's a lot older than I thought. It was 2009. But it was one season. It was Isn't really it weird good. That you think about 2009, you're like, man, that was like so long ago. I, I was only 20 something. Oh, NASA imminent asteroid mission. No, that's not what I wanted. NASA spacecraft will crash into an asteroid at 15,000 miles per hour. Oh, they're okay. They're purposely. <laughs> Why is this not? They're purposely crashing it just to see if it will. I mean, it would be easy to model though. Like. You know, well, they must be. I don't know. There, there could be a lot of variables that. That's true. We never know for. I mean, maybe they do, but they like know for sure the density, like the mass. Right. You know, that's what happened on the stupid show. Is they flew something into it, and they're like, "Oh, it's made of iron in the middle, so it just doesn't do anything." Our lasers told us that it was aluminium. Well, speaking of space and science fiction, you're gonna like this. Um. <clears throat> It's a uh, a new a new project here, and it is a virtual universe. And you put on like goggles. Yeah, but okay. it, they have tr- attempted to map out the, the entire universe. universe. Um, That's just not. And it apparently it's uh, hold on. The size of it is. The, I think there's like a whole warehouse dedicated to. Like you walk, oh, here, here. <laughs> every step you take is... The computer algorithms used to create the virtual reality the universe project pull in terabytes of data. A terabyte is about a trillion bytes. Da, 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 da. The goal is to produce images of the entire observable universe. Um, and so you can go explore it. Now, this just leads me to believe that if we can do this, then obviously we're in a simulation. Right, right. I want All I want to know is what happens when you get to the edge. That's all I want to know. I don't want to look at anything else. Wait, didn't we just find out the Big Bang isn't isn't real or something? <laughs> didn't that just come out this week? I think that would be bigger news. But, I mean, it's possible. I don't know who would break that. You know, They always skip over sci- uh, science stuff in the news. The, you know, we could have an asteroid coming towards us, it's and true. they'd be like, oh, in well, other I, news? I did see a headline that an asteroid missed us, or a comet. Oh, yeah. And we didn't see it. NASA didn't know until the day after. Yeah. He was like, what yeah. the fuck was that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you think with all our space junk out there, something would see it. Or it was hit at all. Look, you know? right here on Sci-Fi Wire or Daily Express, the Big Bang in time as we know it may be nothing but an illusion. Is it a, is it a simulation article? The biggest simulation of the universe yet stretches back to the Big Bang. I don't know. We need to read more about it before I stop. But yeah, the Big Bang is in question now. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Right. Whatever. Einstein's wrong. Which did it was it was that his? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yes, the theory of relativity and uh, Einstein. I, I you know I, what I questioning Einstein seems. It totally was, reasonable because he was a scientist in what, like the fifties and sixties. Einstein. Yeah, uh, I think it was earlier than that, but yeah. Yeah, and so George's George's Lem I don't know. It must be French or something. He's the guy who uh, 
came up with the Big Bang Theory. Oh, I'm just saying that he was a scientist when people were stupid. So, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have I ever told you about oh, Einstein's old, brain? He died in 1955. What yeah. about it? So they obviously kept it. Oh, of course. You know, we want to know is how it frozen? how is this guy so smart? I don't know. No, I don't think so. And you know, you have he was autistic or like, something, right? <laughs> Jirai and 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 Solkai sure. in your brain. Like yeah. it's the it's like the can like the the canyons and the right, whatever, right, right? Right. So they found on his temporal lobes on both sides <laughs> a tumor. <laughs> basically, oh. like two uh gyri. Mm-hmm. Gyrus on each side that is connected, but isn't connected in normal people. Hmm. It's just this little tiny connection. Can we connect it and make us all? Smarter? I don't know, but they figured that that's what allowed him to do math so much easier. Is these two brain parts could talk to each other easier. Interesting. Yeah, because that's the only difference they could find. His brain was like marginally bigger. You know, not enough to explain He's his pretty, genius. Pretty ugly. <laughs> got weird hair. He's got really weird hair. I, don't um, think he, I just don't think he cared. That's why I think he probably was autistic. Maybe. But I think he was... He's on the spectrum. Everyone is on the well, spectrum Well, everyone nowadays. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there I was a few weeks ago picking up my friend from um, the Front Runner train, which is a, you know, a big regular-sized train that travels uh, through Utah. Light rail? It's not light It's not rail. a light rail. It's a big it's rail. True. It's a regular it's a rail. Yeah. And you Monorail. know, I hear you know how you hear the the psh, the wishing sound the all the time before a train starts moving the steam like a steam it's engine. Not, no, this that would be brakes, right? Yeah. No, well, no. so I was like, what the hell is all this stuff on the bottom of the train? And I don't remember how I actually figured this out, but so you've ever have you ever thought about traction because it's steel on steel in the yeah, train? I just figured it was weight, right? That's just what immense weight, but apparently. It's if it slips a lot. Okay, but all trains have this, and I had no idea. On the on the main engine, they have sprayers that spray sand in front of the wheels. Shut up! Yeah, <laughs> all trains. I, yeah, that's what I that's what I was reading. That that's, you know who we need to ask? Huh? Randy. He worked for Union Pacific. Oh, did he? They spray sand. Yeah, that's what the the tanks are for. And that wishing sound is it sprays. The giant sand. tanks on I thought those were the gas tanks. No, or the, the is, diesel. Is sand. It's not gasoline. It's sand. It's sand. Yeah. And they're <sighs> That's we I come on. Really? I, Google it. I, I was skeptical at first, but it's a thing. Where does all the sand go? I don't know. There would be a lot of sand I guess it everywhere. It just gets ground and crushed. <laughs> or I don't know, it's sand. You crush it finer than sand? <laughs> Super sand. <laughs> Super fine sand. <laughs> Everybody's going to get silicosis that stands next Maybe to the train tracks. Maybe you just don't notice. Look, this this picture up here has a, a pile of sand next to the, the train. But yeah, there's just little sprayers that shoots out. That's for traction. I mean, I guess I just don't really understand the physics. It's like, you could tell me, like, well, the... Weight of the train actually doesn't matter because it's just uh, steel on steel. Ask Einstein. The nature of the unit, it opens a fabric in space-time. And yeah. That's what causes the, the steel to Wait stick. Wait a second. So is this it right here? Huh. Is that it? Yeah. That little nozzle just shoots down. Is it wet? I don't think so. So it's not mud. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Interesting. 
and I guess it gets used a lot when uh, it snows and stuff to really. Yeah. Have you seen the giant fan trains that it's like it looks like a fan, but it's like just a giant snow. Oh blower. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are crazy. They're like get rid of like twelve feet of snow. Yeah, it's nuts. They just come barreling through and don't so, care. So I guess every way. So these are on. The, you said these are the side tanks, or do they carry a car behind them? No, that's no, they're just little tanks on the because they only need them when they start and ah, start. I think. Okay. So it's not like they use a ton. I mean, I guess maybe the commuter train, like Front Runner, probably uses a lot more, but yeah. a regular train only. Well, I don't know how a regular train stops. Like, Front Runner has disc brakes. Does it? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how a normal train stops. I'm a, it must have some sort of hopes for the best. brake pad or disc. Maybe it's like a, tr- like a, you know, some trailers that you tow have brakes that are based on <laughs> pressure. Yeah. Maybe it's probably something like that. Probably. Once again, Randy would know. He's trains, probably he's probably super pissed listening to this. Trains are crazy. <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of trains, saw an article today. Let's pull a train. 150-year-old train uh-huh. track town was found by archaeologists. Listen, I'm a giant fan of archaeology. Okay. I minored in anthropology. Right. But finding a 150-year-old train that hardly qualifies. Like there's got to be a, like like documents and fucking maps. It was that, just what sitting somewhere. I, I got. Well, no, it wasn't like a train. It was just the tracks. Oh, like tracks and some railroad ties. Maybe it went to a mine or something. I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. But you know, right? Did we talk about uh, archaeology and the the footprints last show? Yeah. And how know. it totally is going to change change what we know about early humans in America? It sounds familiar, but I don't remember well just to recap people yeah. if you if you listen i'm sorry but th- it's it's amazing they found uh human footsteps preserved in like mud s- in new mexico right i think i remember reading about it that are it. that are like twenty thousand years old which Whoa. is six thousand years older mm-hmm. than we thought the first humans were here right that's crazy yeah like that's I mean. that's a big chunk of time that we're like actually we were wrong it seems to be a lot of that lately. That's amazing. The Big Bang. Not only because we, the theory was that they came from the Bering Land Strait, right? Uh huh. And then down the coast, and then then moved east. Right. Oh, I see what you're These saying. These people were oh. already in New Mexico. I thought. Okay, this actually, it's it's more. I thought you just okay. Yeah, that is that yeah, is crazy, right? Is, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we we went from like oh, the first humans were here fourteen thousand years been ago. To 20. After um. Pan, uh, Pangea, is it Pangea? Pan- yeah, yeah, well after Pangea. So they had to, what, swim over here? No, the Bering Land Strait. So oh, during an ice that's age. That's right, I, I, yeah. did, I did see that. During that's- an ice age, the, the land is connected from Alaska right, to, right, right, right. to uh, where, you know, where Sarah Palin lives. Uh, Russia? Yeah, she can see it. <laughs> <laughs> it was connected, and that was the theory, it is the theory, that the Clovis people came through there and down and moved east and they became different groups yeah. but now we have a group that was there in new mexico which is further down and further east six thousand years before huh that's crazy that is crazy so i mean i mean maybe we'll get a new book of scripture or something i don't, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> oh. they, I, I failed to mention they found that alongside the, the footprints <laughs> <laughs> You should have. We should have started a religion. There's a lot of money in that. There you know? is a lot of money in that. Speaking of um, our early ancestors, I was scrolling through TikTok the other day, like someone does, 
And uh, there's a this is actually a couple years old, but I just saw it. Um, there is a robotics company in you know Japan of all places um, that has made a robotic tail for humans. In that's that's actually a good idea to help us with balance and like a kangaroo. Uh, yeah, it uh, it looked pretty interesting. I mean, I wouldn't wear it, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> I got to see a picture of it now. I, Have you ever seen? How much time a kangaroo spends on its tail? Oh, you it's mean, crazy! Like, you, is it imprehensible? Well, is I don't. It, even, I don't know what that word is. Where it can be used as another, like a chameleon, where it can wrap it around things, and well, that like, like a like a dog's tail, all a, it can do is wag. But right. a chameleon's tail can actually be used as another if uh, appendage. Oh man! If you Google robotic tail Japan, oh, I boy. think you get the right thing, but you might also get some. Uh, some anal plug ads. Really? So just be careful. Uh, but here What's is... What's the website for those anal plugs? <laughs> <laughs> it's Bang Bros. No, is this it right here? This is the robotic... Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. freaking huge, man. Like, I thought it was going to be a well, thing of convenience. I mean, it would be... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Inspired by seahorses. Anyway, what I was going to say is when kangaroos aren't, like, hopping fast, when they're just, like... I don't know what the... Walking Hanging out, standing. They like they go from tail to feet, right, tail right. to feet. They it's lean crazy. On their tail. Yeah, it's I, like a super it's thick. A, like it's a marsupial thing. I'm pretty sure it's prehensile. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, All right. Well, human human tail. You know what? Since we're talking about bad Google things here, yeah. Go ahead and Google. Oh, man, start googling taste buds. Okay. And then tell me the first one that comes up that you're like, uh, taste buds. On tongue, close up, back of tongue, swollen, diagram, inflamed, kitchen. Oh, I'm getting different results. Well, that's that's the beauty of you cookies. Got, you got taste buds? Taste buds. I on got, tongue, close up. Okay, so mine are taste buds, taste buds on tongue, taste buds change, taste buds on balls. Okay, let's look. Taste buds on balls. I guess that your balls kind of do look like testicles. Do in fact have taste buds, taste really? receptors. <laughs> yep, that's amazing. I yeah, I learned something new because I I uh, every once in a while I get a nasty taste in my mouth. Well, after like in my brain, I mean, right? <laughs> not it's not in my mouth. I'm perceiving a nasty taste. Something tastes nasty on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> my balls. My balls. <laughs> Um, I was, uh, after Ethan gave me the muscle relaxer, I, the food I was eating tasted like different Yeah. and I was wondering if the relaxer was causing it. And so I started Googling taste buds and that was like the fourth thing. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hold on. Forget everything else. Yeah. Taste buds on balls. Your testicles have taste receptors. <coughs> Huffington Post. So if you ever see me at a restaurant and I just whip out my <laughs> balls. <laughs> This isn't tasting right in my tongue. Let me try something else. <laughs> Why are you putting pizza down your pants, sir? It just tastes better down there. So I wonder, it makes you wonder, is this something that we're evolving or something that we're evolving out of? Why? <laughs> like, what would be? Either way. What would be the reason for us to evolve? Maybe. Hear, just, me, hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. If you ingest poison, uh-huh. you die. Yeah. So if you had taste buds on your balls, you could taste something to oh, see if it was poisonous. 
if it wasn't sweet. Well, wow. I'm going to taste everything with my mouth. Before balls. you put it in before your mouth. I put but it in my mouth. My point is that maybe we're evolving out of that and that they're just left over. Or is it some new adaptation we're getting? People are dipping their testicles in soy sauce. Okay. Shut up. Yeah, this is from sciencealert.com. I feel like you're on Pornhub. You didn't misread the headline. People have been putting soy sauce on their testicles to see whether their nether parts can detect the salty condiment and recording their reactions for the benefit of, of TikTok. Well, what we need is like four different cups and a blindfold. Now, go get some soy sauce right now. Well, we need four cups and a blindfold. And some balls. One's water. One's Who has the biggest balls here? I do. One's I ketchup. Know. One's soy sauce. <laughs> one's vodka. What does that taste like? <laughs> That's soy sauce, I believe. Yeah. Definitely soy sauce. Soy sauce mixed with vodka. That's army sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So that is a... Um, oh, wait. This is saying that they don't. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we just had a whole conversation. And then... <laughs> I, but there's there's uh, conflicting data. Uh, this is, but this other one's saying that. Oh, it says you can only taste sweet things. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, science might be in dispute you because know, you might have taste buds, but if they don't work, can you call them taste buds? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right? If a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, it didn't fall. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. Well, as a disclaimer. Do your own research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that should be at the beginning of every show. Anyway. Do your own research. Get on YouTube and see what they say. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, even better, do a double blind study. <laughs> you know, get some funding. Get a grant. I. That has been probably 2020's most annoying phrase for me. Do your research. Do your own research. There's a, there's a fruit fly in here. How is there selling. a fruit fly in our studio? few years ago, I would have made a gay joke, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm really happy. I don't want to get canceled. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, do your own research. Oh, yeah. yeah. And how whatever. stupid it is. Because it's not research. Because going on YouTube and listening to some guy's opinion is not research. No. If what? you were to actually do your own research, you would need to get vials of the vaccine. Right. A bunch of participants. Double blind. <laughs> it's like... Yeah longitudinal study how did you do research well i got me on the youtube and the tiktok at, at the very least i found some people who support my views like you at the very least you could do a meta-analysis right uh-huh. and say well i'm not going to do my own study i don't have that kind of funding but i could take all the information from all the other studies and do a meta-analysis i guess which plenty of people which I'm do sure they've already done yeah i the, only the phrase should be trust real research. i only listen to famous people's cousins friends Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about Kyrie Irving for a second? Oh, yeah. He's an idiot, man. What the fuck, man? This I, is, listen, if you're listening to, this is the same guy who said the earth was flat a few years ago and got that, shit for it. It's the same right. guy. I forgot he did that. The same motherfucker who said the earth was flat is now saying he's not going to get vaccinated and he's not going to get a contract extension from the Nets. Boo-hoo. Like, who is this guy? I Listen, I... He's a basketball player, all right? So I'm not, obviously he's stupid. <laughs> I'm not saying that we should expect more from our basketball players. <laughs> but like if you're if you're if you're going to die on this hill with Kyrie, literally, 
Like, then just remember he's the guy who said the earth was flat and right. never really took it back. Right. All he said was maybe it's not or some shit like that. <laughs> my, he didn't say, like, sorry, I was joking. My people have told me that I, uh, <laughs> if I want more sponsors, right. I need to. So, whatever, man. Kyrie's not going to play this year. And if I were the Nets, I'd just release him and call that's what it, they're going to do. Quits and then he, he can, can just be gone. I can't. I don't even want to look up the amount because it's stupid. But he turned. You know, they were going to offer him like a thirty million dollars contract. Only six two, <laughs> and he's 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 almost thirty. He's getting too old. That's true. He's peaking. He's too old to even. That's why he's doing it. Don't the Nets have a bunch of other good players anyway? Yeah, like, they're kind uh, of a super team right now. Durant and. I don't know who else. They're <laughs> but the season's starting up. It'll be fun to watch the Jazz again. Yeah, the Jazz. They've got some new pieces. Hey, did huh. you see the rebrand? Oh, I... They haven't revealed the official. I, I heard that it was coming. Now, is this a full-on rebrand or just another jersey set? I don't know yet, but all I know is speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, who are already black and white. Right. I... <sighs> Come on. They're going to be black and yellow, though. And white. It's like black and yellow with white, or I'm sorry, black and white with yellow accents. I'm kind of upset with Ryan Smith. I like him until this. Well, so. You can't rebrand. No, man. Like, we need, I, we need uh, purples and greens. And I listened to, I, I, I listened to, uh, on the way home, the big show on 97.5 The Zone. Yeah. And uh, The Zone was purchased with the jazz by Ryan Smith. Okay. And um, so, I don't know. I, I just learned about the history of The Zone. I, I It actually has some interesting history. I used to work for the, for Simmons Media when I worked for X96, who owned The Zone at the time. Right. And then The Zone got sold to the Jazz. Right, right, yeah. right. So, um, Craig Bullerjack, who you probably know is the, the TV voice right? sure. of The Jazz. Yes, he's the, he's, yep. I hate David Locke. I've never told you that. I don't like David I Locke. I don't know he how did. he's a broadcaster. They're getting, they got rid of Harpering. Who's that? Matt Harpering. Oh. He was the color right. announcer. Well, yeah, that's right. And they, they, they got a new, a new person. I yeah. think Thurl or something's yeah, taken yeah, over. Yeah. Um, so Craig Bullerjack and Gordon Monson. Uh, they were working for another sports company, or, or, and they got laid off, or the the station went under, and they started the zone. Really? Yeah, I didn't huh. know that. I didn't know that either. And um, they, uh, you know, it, it progressed and got bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, I thought they they had sold it to, so maybe they were still owning or part of ownership or something when it was with Simmons, or maybe they sold it to Simmons. But either way, they sold it. Yeah, but, I never met him, so I would think that. I would have had he been an owner. Yeah. yeah I met all the other right, producers right. of the zone. Um, so uh, Gordon and Bowler Jack, they stayed on for forever doing the big show until uh, Bowler got his job with the jazz. And uh, Monson's been there forever. Yeah. And um, so the, yeah, the, the station got sold with the jazz, but then uh, Ryan I don't know if he sold it or just transferred management over to Bonneville. Oh, he sold out. And within a day, they let Gordon Monson go. Like, no warning. They just let him and their producer go. Does he not have a current Temple recommend? Well, no. That <laughs> <laughs> you. He wrote an article about that exact. Gordon did? Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's a writer for the Tribune. Right. And um, he, was, he seemed pretty pissed. I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, he's he was pretty close to retiring, I think, but he was just mad that they they did that, 
And especially his, they let him and the producer go. I'm not really sure why. Um, but he had recently criticized Holland. Ah. And so I don't know if uh, this may be a deep dive for anyone that's not listening Holland inside being, of Utah. Uh, Holland being a, a leader in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And he is a member. Gordon is. Yeah. Um, Nevertheless, he he laid criticism. Yeah, he did. And uh, I don't. Of course, I didn't give him a reason as to why. And but I should. We should mention Bonneville Communications is owned by the same church of which Holland right, is a right, leader. Right, 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 and so KSL. The, and now the theory is that you have is that they fired Gordon. That's once the church it seems owned like the his, station. His own theory is kind of what he alluded to in <laughs> his, mean, his uh, article. But would you would would it surprise you at all? No, like, no, no, no. I don't even think that qualifies as conspiracy. That's no, just no, probably no, no. logical. So I don't know if you also noticed that KSL is going to be playing some jazz games now, and that's all part of that. Um, well, something happened with uh, was it Dish Network? Dish Network isn't going to carry Fox Sports or something oh, or really? AT and T Sportsnet. I can't remember. But so the Jazz had to work out something else to get people. That's why it's probably be on KSL. Yeah, I mean they should go back to free broadcast, like when it was on K Jazz. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I stopped listening to the Zone. I just turned it off, deleted it off my station. I'm like, I'm not. That's bullcrap, man. You literally reset your preset. Yeah, I. I just. Yeah. Uh, I turned in, tuned into ESPN 700. You should let them know. You should text them. Be like, just so you know. I'm sure that I boycotting that. Lots of people probably have, yeah. and it seemed like that way at least. I'm this week. I am leaving. I'm pretty sure I'm leaving AT and T. To on your on your phone oh, for my phones. How come? Because you had it. I'm, I'm well. Listen, <laughs> their coverage is great. That's their fine. speeds yeah, are great. Yeah. But they, have you heard about this shit with OAN? Oh, that's right. So not, I mean, we've always the AT and T's always been the Death Star corporation, <laughs> right? But this was just like that's right. They lied about. It. So if you don't know, they're they got busted for like when they bought Directv, they. They asked one uh, a, a creator to make a conservative news station. He created OAN, which is which is like Fox News, but on steroids. Wow! Like like caused the insurrection. Yeah, yeah. But, the, but it makes the, Fox News look like CNN, right? <laughs> <You're> like, yeah, <laughs> they look liberal compared to. But the the money trail speaks to a possible funneling of money from AT&T to OAN. Right. So they weren't just like a product that AT&T sold mm -hmm. or had or that DirecTV uh, distributed. It was like they were actually pumping money into OAN to prop it up and make it bigger. Right. So their stocks have tanked. And womp womp. Yeah. Well. Anyway. OAN. Yeah. I have Verizon. They're fine. I have been thinking about switching to T-Mobile, but that's just... I've actually... No, so I got a, I have a good friend who works for um, Xfinity. Are you going to try that out, huh? Well, she, she, she talked to me about it, and apparently they use, like, Verizon Towers. Mm. She's got T-Mobile on her personal phone and Xfinity Mobile, which I worked for AT&T when Xfinity Mobile first came out, and we were right. like, I don't know. Right, right, right. Seems like you always have to be hooked on Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. There was... But I don't know. So I'm going to talk to her about it later this week. Ooh, give, him, give it a try. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and it's like half the price, by the way. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. What about phones, though? Do you? Do Same. They, okay. Same. Like, have you? Did you get the new phone? No. No, I got my 12. Too. I wasn't going to, but I was thinking maybe I will. I mean, I am now that I'm switching, but I wasn't mm -hmm. planning on it. Yeah. So. Anyway, what? What? Uh, 
what the what led us to all this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the jazz. jazz. <laughs> yeah, the jazz. Anyway, David Locke is a terrible broadcaster. Well, um, <laughs> and people at, people not in Utah should understand that there was there was this man mm-hmm. named Larry H. Miller. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he's he's like a legend in Utah. It's true. He he bought the Jazz in like 1985 for like $8 yeah, million. What is, what is with the Miller family lately? And they own half of Utah. They yeah. own theaters. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> they owned the Jazz. They own uh, a bunch of car dealerships across the Mountain West. Yeah, it's not just Utah. It's California, Colorado, Idaho. And so, But Larry died a few years back. Uh, Had his feet cut off. Yeah, he was diabetic. Diabetes. Um, and his wife and his son were running the Jazz. And just last year, they sold to Ryan, which was already kind of sad. Now, everybody was like, well, Ryan's a cool guy. Well, he Ryan Smith is the creator of um, Qualtrics, Qualtrics right. which he sold for, was like $6 billion or something. Yeah, he's like a Mark Cuban. Yeah, basically. So he owns the jazz he is now. A, he is a lifelong Utah and jazz fan. Right. He created a, a Utah unicorn company. He convinced Dwayne Wade to be a... Uh, you know, minor- did you hear about older. Dwayne Wade's son? No, he's playing with the Stars, the the our G League team. G League team, oh, right on. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but then he's doing this rebrand thing, making the Jazz's colors. Oh, that's right. That's what. Black, that's where we were. Black and white and yellow and yellow. I don't know. I mean, they've rebranded a lot, but so is every team. But I never liked the green. But oh, but so back to Larry Miller though. Oh yeah. So he was like this staple in the community. That the court. If you ever watch a Jazz game, it's it's. Larry H. Miller Court, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but then his family sells the jazz, which in itself was kind of surprising. Yeah, it was very surprising because like, it was in it. It was in a trust, wasn't it? Like, uh, yeah, like his was, wife, his ex, ex, not ex wife, his widowed wife, who she's remarried, but she was right. running the jazz, uh, and his son. But then apparently they just didn't want any part of it. Yeah, weird. and and now they're selling all of their car dealerships yeah, to a company out of Georgia for like two billion dollars. So like, every everything Miller is going to be like wiped off. Of no, it's well they 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 are retaining the name for the dealerships. Are they okay? Yeah. It it is weird though. I mean these these are very wealthy people. Yeah, they're I, I can't imagine they're hard up for cash. Yeah, holy uh, shit! Unless they're unless they're diving into charities and nonprofits or something. I just but. I just had a rabbit hole moment. Can we go further down this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see Carl Malone's press conference? I know, but I heard a, a little bit about it. Carmelo. Well, I saw him take his shirt <laughs> off. That was Carmelo played for the Utah Jazz. Right. He left the Jazz at the end of his career, kind of bitterly. Not not enough that we still put a statue up for him. Right. right? Uh, and he moved to California. Blah blah blah. He held a press conference at the Heber City Airport. Yeah. Where his jet landed. Right. Now it's for a good cause. Uh-huh. He's creating a partnership between his dealerships, Carl Malone, Toyota, or whatever, and the Utah Food Bank, mm-hmm. and he wants to spread it to his home state of Georgia, right? Which is great. He wants to feed people, but this press conference, dude, I—he's either bipolar, <laughs> or he was on just a shit ton of cocaine. Like, I all I saw was him take his shirt off, and how everyone around him was like, "Yeah." At the end of the press conference, uh, he took his shirt off. Now he's fit. <laughs> he's cut for like a 55 year old man right but just just go youtube carl press conference and you'll see what i'm talking about it's all for a good cause but i wonder about carl's mental well-being <laughs> right now because everyone around him was like well what the fuck is going on if you've ever seen him on like uh he used to do a bit with kimmel yeah and uh he always seemed a little odd a little yeah. off 
I remember being, I mean, I was, let's see, what was that, like in 2001 or so, mm-hmm. when Carl left Utah to go to L.A.? Right. And he got on the radio and was like, calm alone, we'll never play in Utah again. He was like kind of a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, now he's a legend here, but I don't know, things are Didn't blowing he up. he only do one year in L.A.? Yeah, it's one or two. He was trying to get a ring. And he never did. Never did. That's what he gets. Yeah. <laughs> he's 58. Wow. Yeah, he looks good. He looks good. No, I but just, this press uh, conference... Played a long time ago. It just doesn't strike me as the kind of person that would be like um on drugs? No, like uh <laughs> like what's the word? Like shy shy and agitated about being shy. You know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. Any, anyway, just <laughs> you know just go watch it. I don't know why they're gonna switch to black and white. It's not the Well, it's already Brooklyn. Okay. Well here's my There's a lot of colors. I already hate the name jazz i know you do I, I it's fine it's established it is what it is i've always hated the name because the team was bought from new orleans and back then it was the norm to not change the name to keep the right because the nba wasn't nearly as big uh it it was more of a benefit to keep the the name than it is now they don't the do franchise. that. No, right. now they don't do that really anymore. They change the yeah. They generally uh, change the name. They will re- like the Thunder are the Supersonics. They right. used to be the Supersonics. Anyway, um, so that's why they're jazz. Even though there's like six, you know, black people that live in Utah, and like three that play jazz and two that like. Jazz I was going to say none of whom play jazz. Yeah, <laughs> like the, if you want to find jazz in Utah, you have right. to listen to NPR after midnight. Yeah, and you'll hear all the jazz you want with it's, Steve Smith. He's the. <laughs> He's the DJ who plays it on 90.1 KUER. Right. It's, I don't know. Anyway. Um, You're right. But, You're right. But purple, right. purple works because our ma- if, you, if, if you've never lived in a mountainous area, when the sun sets, occasionally the mountains will look purplish. They'll sure. have a purple hue. Yeah. And I think that works. Green, I was never on board with when they did the green and yellow thing. That was kind of weird. Purple Mountain's Majesty. Right. <laughs> and I think they have a good mix right now with their city jersey, which has been my favorite. I like, I'm okay with this. My favorite is green. You like the green? Not the old 80s bright green, but kind of the more the subdued, yeah, uh, more olive. I'm fine with keeping it in rotation like they do, but right. I, I, like, uh, I like the city jerseys are my favorite, and that just pays homage to Southern Utah. Is the NBA doing city jerseys again? I think they've kind of just graduated and they're from it and they're just doing whatever now. Like, because yeah. it changed last year just a tiny bit. Yeah. And um, just let them wear whatever the hell they want. That's kind of what they've done. Like, there's <laughs> right. no really home and away used specific be, jerseys yeah. anymore. It it's used just to be kinda, light and dark. Yeah. And the weird league in the, the weird team in the league was the Lakers because their away jerseys were yellow. Yeah. It was yeah. like, wait, they're not dark. Yeah. Now everyone just kind of does yeah. whatever, which is great. I like that. But I, you. Uh, I don't know. Black and yellow and white. I guess are they going for a they the I'm, bees is that what it is they're going for a, a, a bee look I don't know man look I'm not gonna <gasps> what if Ryan Smith is slowly changing he's the gonna name. change the name right I don't know man like I don't I'm know not, I don't know if I would support that or not I'm not gonna say I'm gonna hate him right now I gotta see him first right but I just there are some things I don't like change and other things that I do and when it comes to the jazz I just well uniforms change I know but like but I hated we, the mountains the mountain one yeah in the, the late nineties like. All of sports had weird jerseys in the That's late true. '90s. Like every team you look at, and you're like, "What the hell?" Right. Um, all right. Let's see. <laughs> that was a that was the most yeah. we've ever talking about sports on here. I think. Yeah. Welcome to our new sports show. <laughs> it's called the Zone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to talk to you about this. Uh, this uh, 
supply chain. Oh mess. yeah, yeah, yeah. So normally, I think I normally off Long Beach in L.A. Uh huh. There are no ships waiting to be unloaded. Right. The latest update I saw was seventy three. 73 container ships that are probably holding anywhere from five to 15,000 20 foot containers, maybe 40 foot, are waiting off the coast with all our shit <laughs> that we order from Wish and Alibaba, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and all of our electronics that you're going to order for Christmas. Right. So, have we considered opening the stores on the boats, just popping open <laughs> the containers. Well, it turns out that in in Long Beach, and I'm sure in other ports, most of it's robotics. <laughs> Did you see that guy on TikTok? Yeah. yeah. I was shocked. That was so... Like, it's robots that pick, up, pick, yeah. up, the, pick up the containers and move them, and then there's robot... Trucks. Trucks that basically just... There's there's no beef to them. Yeah, it's just enough to all, hold a they're trailer. They're all electric. And they're yeah, and all four wheels turn. Yeah, so they can do like a yeah. zero radius. Yeah. I had no idea. So, uh, but that begs the question. I thought this whole supply chain mess was because we didn't have enough people working the ports. But if it's robots, I guess there must be a step where it where it needs human interaction. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Because there's right. 73 ships that stuck. That was the initial. Because they can't unload them fast enough. Right. Now there has been complaints that the ships have gotten a lot bigger over the last few years. They are huge. Yeah. Like the Ever Given held like 20,000 20 foot. That's so crazy how much they hold. I mean just to put the that's that's the, that's 10,000 semi trucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's bonkers. But here's the here's the thing where it get things get weird. Because of this crisis, many shipping companies are going bankrupt while they have ships in the ocean, okay? And then there's also been legal battles. Remember when the Ever Given got stuck in the Suez Canal? I do. Did you know that the crew was stuck on the ship that whole time? They were not allowed to leave? I did not. Okay, so that sparked a whole little area, and then Ashley sent me this story the other day that I'll get to. First, this is in the Wall Street Journal, okay? Mm-hmm. Off the coast of Somalia, when was this written? October 8th, last week. Off the coast of Somalia, a crew awaiting pay languages on a pirate-trawled stretch of the Indian Ocean while their sl- ship slowly takes on water. Another 14 seafarers stuck on a cargo ship off the coast of Iran have run out of food and fuel. Some contemplated suicide. Did you open one of the crates? <laughs> right? <laughs> so this is, it's because these ships get abandoned by the company. Uh-huh. Abandonment cases are counted when ship owners fail to pay crews two or more months in wages or don't cover the cost to send crew members home. Uh-huh. Imagine making pennies on a ship as a crew member. Uh-huh. You get halfway there, and the captain's like, I can't get a hold of anybody at the office. Like, we, I don't know where to, we have enough fuel to get to where we're going, but I don't know what to do after that. Right. Okay. All right. More than 1,000 seafarers are currently abandoned on container ships. How many? 1,000. There's 1,000 people stuck on ships right now. All right. Um, this led to the story that Ashley shared with me of this man. His name is uh, Muhammad Aisha. He's from Syria. Okay. He was, a tr- he was trapped aboard the MV Amin a cargo ship locked in a legal dispute with Egyptian authorities. According to BBC News, the ship was detained at the Egyptian port of Adabaya 
near the Suez Gulf in 2017 because of expired safety equipment and classification certificates. Crew members were repatriated and left the ship in August of 2019. Two years the crew stayed on that ship, okay? But since Aisha had received the MV Amman's detention order while the ship's captain was away from the vessel, he was designated the ship's legal guardian and was told he could not leave. Okay? Oh, my gosh. According to the ITF, the ship was without power and covered in insects and rodents. They said Aisha had to... Okay, first, before I read this next line. Uh If you're stuck off the coast in a cargo ship for anywhere close to a year, let alone four, what would you do? If you could see the coast. I don't know how... <laughs> I, I would. I mean, I, before, yeah, I guess I'd try to. Uh, as Ashley was reading this, I'm like, I understand they're big and they got to be kind of a ways off the coast, right? You know, but I would totally jump off that ship. Why not just steer it into the land and just or or get in the the little the safety? What what like what the fuck is the word? The oh um bury, <laughs> the the reef the no the <laughs> the anchor <laughs> the boats. <laughs> Tugboats? Lifeboats. Oh. <laughs> Completely forgot. All I could see is Titanic in my head. And, you know, right. the guy holding a baby. So right, anyway, right, right. Lifeboat. Iceberg ahead. But according to the ITF, the ship was out without power. They said Aisha had to swim ashore to charge his phone huh. and get groceries before returning to the ship. Huh. I'm like, what is this guy's problem? Right? right? Just, what? I, just, just leave <laughs> He he saw like his brother was a was a crew member on other ships, and he saw him like pass like a few times. <laughs> so they finally they finally got him tested for COVID because COVID happened two years in, right? And let him go home. Like this guy was stuck on a ship by himself with all the cargo. Yeah, he 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 got off to. Fun. I don't know. It depends what the cargo is. <laughs> so just know that during this whole supply chain crisis, while you're waiting for your Beats headphones to show up, there are people stuck on the ships. I don't understand why he was like he he. There was some. Can legal he just dispute. quit or something? Quit his job? <laughs> uh, he is could've. it his boat? No, he wasn't even the captain. The captain was away, oh. and he received from you know the legal authorities in Egypt or wherever saying, "Hey, you are." The one receiving this order, you're the highest ranking. Isn't there any way he could have been like, no? I didn't or... hear you. <laughs> yeah. I think he did say something like, I don't know what... Uh, I'll give you a truckload of whatever you want if you come helicopter me away from here. I don't... Yeah, this is it's the same thing that happened to the Ever Given, he said. But the crew on the Ever Given, while it was... Stu- not only was it stuck for like four days, right? but then they held it. Oh, did they? In detention because it cost Egypt like a billion dollars to get it out. And they wanted to charge the Dutch company, Evergreen, that bill. So while they were in legal disputes, they wouldn't let the crew off. So the crews are literally starving. There's no food. They run out of food and power. It's just the weirdest thing. It's 2021. Like, I don't understand. I would totally... Like, day three, I'd probably get in a lifeboat. Be like, fuck this. Right. Like, who's with me? I'm going. I guess the only problem is that... I mean, I'd imagine this guy's super poor, right? If you go to, like, Somali or something, you might want to head back to the ship. <laughs> like, I, I don't... That, That's the only thing I could think of, is that, like, it was just such shitty... 
<laughs> conditions that it was somehow better on a lifeless ship that, you know, he even mentions in the article, he's like, I could have tripped and fell and died and no one would have known. Had he considered sinking the ship? No, but he considered suicide, I think. I think I would have sunk the ship before. Yeah, scuttle it, Yeah, I think is the word. If I'm these guys, I'm just pulling into any port and being like, free, <laughs> free <laughs> yeah, containers. Come, yeah, you, what if you, you give me 20 bucks, I'll give you a truck. You should make a movie. And like two years in, you're like, fuck this, I'm opening one. You open it and it's full of like cash. Hell yeah. Like They ship cars, there could be a Toyota in there. <laughs> I'll sell you this Toyota for $50 and a loaf of bread. I'm like, just get me on a plane, man. <laughs> I just want to go back to Syria. <laughs> Said no one ever. No. <laughs> Maybe that's why he stayed. Freaking 2017, he uh, left Syria. Mustard gas yeah. boat. Uh. I don't know, man. You know, barrel bombs. <laughs> this poor guy. I, it's a weird thing. I don't get it. I didn't know. But it's not just. It's not just internationally. Like, I'm, like there are crews on these boats off the coast of Long Beach and New York. Wonder what living conditions are like on these boats. Oh, they gotta be terrible. It's not like a cruise like boat, right? Little crew quarters, just shitty. Mm. You know, all the space is taken up by freaking containers. No, they're so big. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've read like about how many containers fall into the ocean every year. It's like a million or something. Really? Like, it's something crazy. Why don't we start a business? I know. There's, I guarantee there's a salvage business, but I also guarantee there's probably maritime law. It's probably. like, if you find it, it's still ours, you know. <laughs> that <would be> terrible. <laughs> we left it there on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> we were saving those we were Mercedes till yeah. later. We were coming coming to get them. Oh, um, what? Uh, oh, I have an abortion update. Do I have the sounder for this? Oh no, I can't find. Because in the last find. month since we've been on, there's been a, a lot, lot of abortion. A issues. lot of back and forth going on. It's so stupid. It really is. It's so, so dumb. Just to give you guys a rundown, Texas successfully passed their abortion ban which in itself is stupid because there's no legal there's there's well i'll get to that it's interesting yeah. they're dirty they're dirty fuckers yeah. in fact while we were getting ready for the show i said motherfuckers and you said what and i was like these texans man <laughs> so they pass it if you don't remember this law allows people to sue if you're caught helping someone get an abortion right. for $10,000. Um, last week, sure. I got a notification on my phone mm -hmm. that a judge had put a stay on the law. And then the next day... I was like, oh, sweet! You know? Because in my mind, with like, I was talking to Ashley, I'm like, listen, how can we... Can we just start mailing Plan B <laughs> to people down there? You know? Right. Because it, before six weeks, you don't necessarily need a procedure. Right. Right? Like, so... Um. Yeah, the next day, an appeals court overturned that judge's order, so the law is back into effect. And now the Justice Department is asking the Supreme Court to put a stay on it, which it already has once before. Remember, and the Supreme Court ruled a narrow five to four against the Department of Justice to keep the law. Remember that? Yes, but it wasn't. It was. It was the way the case was brought. Right. So here's the problem. Okay. Supreme Court precedents prohibit states from banning abortion before fetal viability, the point at which fetuses can sustain life outside the womb. So the Supreme Court precedent already bans you from doing that. Mm -hmm. That's 22 to 24 weeks. That makes the Texas law un unconstitutional under the controlling precedents. Right. Okay. 
but it was written to make it difficult to challenge in court. Usually, a lawsuit to block a law because it is unconstitutional would name state officials as defendants. Okay? Okay. Governor Cox passed this law. It's unconstitutional. I'm suing him, right? Or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's the defendant. He needs to come. But the Texas law bars state officials from enforcing it and instead deputizes private individuals to sue anyone who performs the procedure or aids and abets it. So they took themselves out of the legal equation. They cannot be a defendant because they're not allowed to even enforce the law. Right. What a maneuver. You got to hand it to them. You got to hand it to them. The patient may not be sued, but doctors, staff members at clinics, counselors, people who pay for the procedure, and even an Uber driver taking a patient to an abortion clinic are all potential defendants. Plaintiffs who do not need to live in Texas have any connection to the abortion or show any injury from it are entitled to $10,000 and their legal fees recovered if they win. Wait. Wait. What are the stipulations <laughs> if they what? If you don't have to live in Texas. Okay. If you have any connection to the abortion, which could be like, I follow this person on Instagram. Oh. Have any injury from it, i.e. emotional distress. Oh, my gosh. Are entitled to ten grand and their legal fees. Prevailing defendants are not entitled to legal fees. So you could get sued. You could win, and you wouldn't get your fees paid. Hmm. But if you if you get sued and they win, you have to pay their fees. Okay. Last week, Judge Robert L. Pittman of the Federal District Court in Austin temporarily blocked the law in the case, uh, writing that he would not sanction one more day of this offensive deprivation of such an important right. Um, he had criticized the law's efforts to avoid judicial scrutiny, fully aware that depriving its citizens of this right by direct state action would, flag- would be flagrantly unconstitutional. The state con- uh, contrived an unprecedented and transparent statutory scheme to do just that. On Thursday, a divided three-judge panel on the U.S. Court of Appeals on the Fifth Circuit in New Orleans stayed Judge Pittman's ruling reinstating the law. And now the Biden administration will ask the Supreme Court to lift the stay. <laughs> <laughs> it's more back and forth than so stupid. Like I want to see one of these courses, uh, one of these things go to trial and see what it actually looks like. Well, they clearly had arguments before this judge, and then they had arguments before this Fifth Circuit. At some point, they might not have been very long, right? But right. they probably got twenty minutes each to make their case. And then, and then questions. If I were a judge, I'd just be like, just no, I'm throwing it out. I don't understand, like. Uh, this is the New York Times I'm reading this from, by the way. But the Supreme Court precedents are really clear. And I, if I remember right, the Supreme Court actually mentioned that in their ruling mm-hmm. last month. They were like, look, we're ruling in favor of the law, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but only because of the way it was brought up. Right. We're telling you this law is unconstitutional, but based on the way you guys tried to fight it, we're ruling against you. <laughs> It was the dumbest shit. Uh, so that's your abortion update for Texas. Greatest greatest justice system in the world. Right. Which then leads to um, a conversation that we had via text um, about um, hope for humanity. Because you sent Ethan a TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and explain the TikTok? Well, it was a doctor, right? Uh, one of my, uh, yeah, one of my friends texted me this and they were like, is this real? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. I'm going to ask my doctor. And uh, so I sent it to to the group because it was easier than finding Ethan's name. (laughs) And and the TikTok 
Uh, well, let's just play it. Can oh, let me play? see if I can. Yeah, pulled up. Let me see if I can open it here. Am I Bluetooth? Uh, you should be. Okay. Unmute. Hang on. Okay. You. Okay, let me go How back everything here. works. Sorry, there we go. A gentle reminder to all my sweet, sweet Mormons in Utah. If you're recently married and your mother did not sign that little paper on sex ed to teach you how everything works, sweetheart, look it up. <laughs> because if I hear of one more couple coming into the OR, into the ER, no OR, ER, with an inflamed navel, because they think that you're supposed to have sex through the belly button, good Lord. That's how they think they're supposed to have a baby. Okay, she she goes on there. <laughs> uh, and Ethan has told me some stories. Uh, of course, you know, in the spirit of, of HIPAA, right? <laughs> uh, of, of patients that he's had come in that, or when he was on rounds, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone was doing it, uh, doing it, doing I, it in the butt. I can tell that it you, work. but I've never. This is the first time I've heard of navel. I've never, never once that I I remember ever thought that that was how you had sex. No, never. I mean, even if you just objectively look at both parts, right? You're like, wait, my belly button doesn't open. <laughs> Your belly button doesn't open. It's also fairly small. I mean, unless there I'm, might be some men who aren't. Mine's deep. You got a deep I'm so fat, dude. It's deep. Like one so day I was, I was like, whoa, whoa. Is that a skittle? Whoa! I just kept going, and I was like, almost touching my back. It was crazy. You know? Just touching my Touch spine. Touch my spine. <laughs> That's how I checked my lumbar. Yeah. Oh man. Well, basically, in this thread where you sent this, Ethan kind of confirmed like yeah it's unfortunate <laughs> yeah um and you said i need to know if this could be real because it could be the thing that finally breaks any last hope for humanity i have <laughs> ethan told you just to let it break right no need to hold on and i said i think the majority of my anxiety stems from not allowing it to break and i said we need to discuss all right which your question afterwards was phenomenal, which was you said, so you're saying if you lost all hope for humanity, it would help your anxiety? Uh-huh. And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because. Well, that does make sense to a point. If I had no hope. Right. For humanity at all. Uh-huh. Like there's no coming back. Right. We're all fucked. Nothing's going to work. We're all going to die from climate change or war or famine. I. I it's basically it's the reason we do this show, right? Is because we want to complain to see if there are people who are like us, right? Right. We want to know if there are people who agree with us because we still have hope. If we had no hope, then just apathy would take over, and you would be just complacent. Right. Apathy would just be, it's just. It, true apathy is bliss, right? Ignorance is bliss. I've but, always but, said that, but but. Apathy is different than ignorance. No, you're right. You're right. True apathy, where you like a nihilist. So that you you know all this stuff is just going to happen, care. but you're just like, I just I have I, to not care. There is nothing I can do about it, so I do not care. 
right? Like, I'm not even going to vote. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even going to, like, I'm not going to do anything because there's no hope whatsoever. Huh. I don't know. It really, it is, really is, struck a thought with is me. It a, is that such a bad way to live? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is that I can't. I can't. I can't give up hope well, on humanity. You need to just connect to your thing that's connecting I like guess. Einstein. <laughs> Get a lobotomy <laughs> this is a math. or something. I mean, do you still have you still have hope for humanity? Because you still get stressed out by stupid decisions and I uh, well, yes. Like uh, this abortion thing. If you had no hope for humanity, be like, well, whatever. We're all fucked anyway. <laughs> you know? It's it's getting more and more to that way just because of of I used to not pay hardly any attention to politics. No one did. And, and the more I pay attention, the more, you know, stressed and aggravated I get. And so there's part of me that wonders if, you know, it would just be easier to not pay any attention and just hope for the best. Can we all admit, though, yeah. liberals and conservatives alike, Trumpers and nihilists, <laughs> that you're thinking about politics a lot less lately than you uh, were from yeah. 2016 to 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying. Just saying. But, no, you're right. And so, but that was that was because I didn't want to know politics or I didn't have an interest in it. Do you think it's like a, do you think it's like a camel's back situation? <laughs> like a hair, you know, hair that breaks a camel's back. Sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> Let me take this metaphor literally. Like, I tell Ashley all the time, like, you know, she's like, well, it can't get worse or something like that. I'm like, things can always get worse. If that's one thing I've learned over the last four years is that things can always get worse. We didn't think COVID would do this. We didn't think Trump would do that. We didn't think that things in Afghanistan would happen. You know what I mean? Right. Things can always get worse. It's not a pessimistic way of looking at it. It's just a way of saying, hey, no, we should probably be careful because right. things can always get worse. Do you think that that might escalate to a point where you're like, well, whatever, then? Things, not only will things it, get worse, they will get worse. I think it could. I would hope it didn't. But one thing that I was thinking about the other day is is you know in our the millennial lifetime uh we've had 911 a recession corona another recession another yeah well, we've had a bunch of stuff happen 20 year war but then i was thinking about um you know like my grandpa's life he had the depression he had world war 2 i don't think any generation has gotten away with nothing and no, there's it's... always something to surprise you and so when when we have corona and you're like wow i can't believe this is happening someone had the same thing about world war 2 when pearl harbor got bombed or when hitler took power or there it, it's kind of just you're going to be surprised life is going to be surprised and i should and, clarify and you should always expect the unexpected <laughs> because it's going to happen right i should clarify i'm not complaining about the time in which we live no 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 every generation before us had it worse yeah, maybe Gen Xers had it had it better than us. Yeah, those fuckers. They they, they ruined everything. They really had a, the the eighties and the nineties. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, they no one cared about anything. Yeah, and, then, and hating gays was cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and and so there with, was with all the, the wars. All the wars we had were won in like a day. <laughs> with the exception of people born from nineteen sixty to nineteen eighty, I mean, Iraq. Uh, the first Iraq was just we went in there with some. Some, some missiles bombs. and yeah. Saddam was like, "All right, all right, yeah, <laughs> you know." And we Black Hawk down. Yeah, that was bad, but it still only lasted a couple of weeks. And yeah, it was only a few guys. Yeah, Bill Clinton got a blowjob, but whatever. Man, 
The nineties. I know. Remember when the World Trade Center Center got bombed in the nineties? Yeah. And we thought that was a big deal. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I was a kid. Yeah, I don't really remember it, but I do. I mean, I know of it. I was what nine? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was ninety three. Uh, anyway. Damn it. Yeah, I'm not saying that we have it worse. Adult in the nineties. Every generation before <laughs> us, with the exception of Gen X, has had it worse than us. Or the same. You know. Well, when, well no. When you get back to like. 1800s well, okay then it's markedly worse yes you're right <laughs> there's only three generations back to one that thing that type does, of living like my thing, my hundred year old grandma right had a horse and buggy right yeah yeah, yeah. okay like, um <laughs> one thing that that does sometimes make me feel better is watching documentaries about the 60s and 70s and 50s and um because it's very politically the climate is similar um, especially with you know the race race um, yeah. uh, wars. No, what am I looking for? Um, yeah, you know, justice. Yeah, <laughs> racial justice. Um, All the assassinations in the '60s would have been and hard. The, the the main difference being that the Democrats were the bad guys, right. and the Republicans were the good guys. Which is why you have a, this older generation that that hangs on with. Did you ever watch the documentary I told you to the CNN thing about? Uh, it was about uh, uh, maybe it was just called the '60s, but it was about oh yeah, I've watched part of it. Like the the Demo- Democratic National Convention and yeah. how it got almost taken over by yes. yeah yeah. So I mean, yeah, January 6th was unique, but in a way, it wasn't. No, I mean we we haven't had you know Kennedy, right, and and King. And Malcolm X, and then another Kennedy. Like there was, that was a rough decade for sure. But I think what you're getting at is, is, or what you're saying is, is there ever a point when you just kind of give up all hope? And I'm curious if there any, if there is anybody out there who has. Oh, of course, of course. They wouldn't be listening to this show though. No, because they don't don't care. Um, I don't know what they do. <laughs> what do you do with your time? I don't know. Is it impossible? Is is it possible to just? I don't know. I think that would almost be like a narcissistic, you know, condition or something to probably not care about anything. Yeah. At all. In fact, that's kind of the definition of antisocial personality disorder: <laughs> is to not you just don't care. Are you just realizing you? And might, you're actually and you're actually kind of jovial. You like, might need to tell your life insurance people to another. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not antisocial because <laughs> I do care. <laughs> <laughs> I do care. I'm not jovial, like all the time, because I worry about shit. There might be a difference between giving up and being disenfranchised. Like, I'm at this point, I'm kind of disenfranchised with politics in general. Like, you just don't know what else you could possibly do. I I've kind of come to this conclusion that politicians are all just terrible people. Yeah, Democrat, Republican, just power. Anyone that 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 wants and seeks out the power yeah there's i mean why else would you which is it's why not, you know it's not a yeah. glamorous job it's it's which is why i understood the appeal of donald trump correct early uh, initially on. i i also was I, like well this guy's gonna pay his own way and, i understood and, it now that being said it turns out he didn't actually spend any of his own no money. no no <laughs> but i see the appeal that people had where it's like he didn't need to do this He's very wealthy. He's comfortable. I also he literally lives in a golden tower. The appeal of Bloomberg for that same reason. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get any further. That is kind of interesting. 
because then he went ahead and dumped a hundred million dollars into into Biden. I'm pretty he, sure yeah. he did because he said he, he would, right? Yeah, he could have. I mean, I guess that's just the, at least there is. You know why Bloomberg didn't win? At least there is some hope there that you literally cannot just buy an election. <laughs> because <laughs> if anyone could, it was him. It was him. He's actually wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was because he was short. <laughs> Maybe. They couldn't, they couldn't get the camera angles right and make him look tall. Yeah, you get on a debate stage with 17 other Republicans who are all, you know, 6'1". <laughs> and you're 5'4". You know? It's true. I don't know how tall he is. But Most CEOs are tall. That's like a, a, a. It is a thing. It's a thing. It's really disheartening. It's annoying, <laughs> honestly, because I'm like five eight. Yeah. On a good day, right when I wake up. Yeah. And they're all around six two, six yeah. three. I yep. know our CEO is. Yeah, yeah. There's something about them. They, being... a, they all look the same look. Yeah. You just show a picture of one, and who's like, that the CEO for? AT and T. Yeah. Sure. And except for like the three companies that have women CEOs, right? Xerox, I don't know. And they're and they're those those women are probably like five eleven, you know. <laughs> they're also six two. Yeah, six five with that hands. is a real study though. No, it is. There's I, real I did, there's I did real data that. on that. It's crazy. And they're not fat either, typically. No. Oh, by the way, yeah. Have you seen pictures of Mike Pompeo lately? No, dude. Did he get fat? Either he got sick or got surgery oh. or both. But there's speculation that he's maybe thinking about running for president, which is why he would lose a bunch of weight. So, <sighs> whatever. We'd, we'd be fucked again with Pompeo. He's a piece of shit, man. No, I know. But that's my thing is I'm kind of just nah, like, they no. all are. They're, they're, they, I don't know. I, and, until I, know, I can but, get to know, but all you until can do I get is to know a politician, a mainline politician as a person. Yeah. And full on, like, like a friend, like I could tell them, so they could tell me stuff that they wouldn't tell anybody else. I just, they're all dirtbags. Well, and you can put up with the, you can put up with being a dirtbag and even the power hungriness as long as their policies align with yours. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. And that's what we do. And We're like, of course, is. these guys are power hungry. It, it is what we do. But what's frustrating is nothing is getting done because right. they just play these stupid games. Right. These stupid, stupid, well, they did it, so we're going to do it. Right. Like, just shut the hell up and just do something. Yeah. And that's a just back and forth in the Debt Senate. ceiling every... It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah. And if you actually sit back and look at it, you're like, these people are five. Yeah. This is preschool. I, yeah, I know. And and there's nothing we can do about that. Right. Sam By the way... Drop a bomb on them like they yeah. did in the... What is that, uh, that Keith, Keith of their show, the... Last man or something. Uh, oh yeah, uh, designated, designated survivor. survivor. Yeah. By the way, I was thinking about how young our democracy is, and how arrogant we are. I've worked a lot of sales jobs, uh -huh. and without a doubt, I've been this guy and I've seen this guy uh -huh. or girl. They're new. They come in and they fucking kill it. Right. Right. They just did. They destroy every metric, and. Somehow they just don't care. They're not necessarily arrogant about it, but they just kill everything. And then they eventually get arrogant, and then things start to decline, right? Mm -hmm. That's how I view America. Could we're, be. The, we're the new kid on the block who had a new idea of a new kind of demo and democracy was already around, right? It was already around. So were, so was republics. Like, that's Rome. Okay. <laughs> right? But we have this new idea. We're a very young country, and we kill it. Right out of the gate. Like, we we just, the Industrial Revolution, we make more money than anyone else, we get a bigger military, we kick everyone's ass, and then, like, 200 years from now, China's going to be like, 
Uh, we told you. They're the guy who's been selling for 35 years. Right. He sits in the corner <laughs> and just, like, hits quota just barely every month, you know? I, you know, I'm still on the fence as to whether this great experiment is going to work because they're, and I know we, we've talked about this before. Well, no and, matter when it ends. And, it w- and civil yeah. wars and that kind of thing. I, I'm not, like, super opposed to splitting up this country. I know that sounds stupid or weird or unpatriotic, but there may just get to a point where we just we just can't see eye to eye and it just isn't working. I, I, I see what you're saying. And I've thought, I've, I've, I've even gone the other direction, which was like, well, like, Let's take on. over the world. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Like, not America. Yeah. But, like, eventually this is going to be one world government, right? Boy, like, the aliens have become. Like the, <laughs> or Jesus. Like, it's just, <laughs> let's eventually... Or Jesus is an alien. Eventually, we're all going to start to kill each other so much that we're going to have to, leaders will get together and be like, okay, this is stupid. Like, we're both on the brink of extinction. Let's just, can we just find a way to get potatoes to people? You know, I don't know what it has to come to. I don't know. I don't know either. But that's what people are afraid of, this new world order, globalism. I'm like, why is globalism bad? We're all human beings. Why do you fucking hate everyone else in the world? There's know. nothing wrong with trying to see what might be good for Ethiopia as an American. Right. Right? <laughs> like, there's, I don't understand. So. It's, I don't know. It, it, it's, who knows? The long know, story short is we I both think, still have some hope, which is why. Oh, of course. Which is why we I think just, about these things. I just, just, what the hell? Oh, it's windy at my house. <laughs> some of my trash fell out of my trash and it set off my my uh your cameras cameras. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean i don't think anything like a a split up nation is going to happen probably in our lifetimes or maybe late in our lifetimes i'm not even sure it would do any good (sighs) well it would be hard just because of the way we're um blue on the outside and red on the inside right (laughs) um i don't know i just maybe we just need to relax you know and and to be fair there's people on the on the the majority of the people on the right are more like us than we right we're just seeing this and you know it's not even that big a group of people no i mean trump's rallies are getting smaller and smaller and more republicans are dying (laughs) because they're not getting vaccinated every day well his latest blog was don't vote Great. He told Republicans Great. not to vote in 22 and 24 as like a boycott of some sort. <laughs> not sure if you know how a republic works. Do you think that the the Republican Party guys are like, whoa, 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 what, what? I think half of them are. But then every once in a while, someone like, like I read about Chuck Grassley. Uh-huh. He's been in the Senate for like 50 fucking years, right? And he's always been this guy who's kind of, you know, it's the stereotypical, he walks by the beat of his own drum. He's always done his own thing. Mm. And this headline was like, Chuck Grassley, you know, kneels to Trump. And it's like, oh. So half the Republicans are like, well, fucking Chuck, you're still, you're still towing this guy. He lost. I, Chuck, I, like I he lost. I don't get it. I don't understand the, yeah. I don't know. So I saw, I saw a TikTok of a guy, though, who said, uh, oh, wow, my papa has lost weight. Yeah. He's like, you know, in jest, for a long time I've said that Trump was a Democratic plant. Now this is becoming more and more of a possibility, like it's almost real, because he's telling people not to vote. <laughs> and I thought it's about true. it. For a second I was like, how would I feel about Democrats if that was true? 
That would be not great. <laughs> no, that's a that's a long con yeah. that ended with a lot of pain, right? Yeah. A lot of suffering, a lot of death. I don't know how I would feel if the Democratic Party was really responsible for Trump. I don't know how that would even be. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get this guy to serve one term. He'll tell people not to get vaccinated. We'll we'll put out a pandemic. <laughs> that is crazy, right? It's it is he he is systematically yeah dis uh, disassembling the Republican Party. So what if we found out that the Democrats were actually responsible for it? That'd be awesome. I mean, it would be terrible, but it'd be a great movie. <laughs> it would be a great movie, but you'd almost you'd also be like Chuck oh. Schumer turns around with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it would end. Like Trump walks into the boardroom <laughs> with, all, with all the Democrats. Like we did it. <laughs> like Ocean's Twelve style. Yeah, yeah. Or Ocean's Eleven. We did it. Oh man, <laughs> that's weird. Oh man, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I uh, we still have some hope, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I you know I'm less worried about politics and policy, and I'm more worried about climate change and the denying of it. <laughs> Here's the problem. Here's the problem why why this is so in our face. It's because of social media and the internet. And, oh, yeah, and news, for sure. We are aware of every injustice, right. right? So when you say something like, we really just need to relax, mm -hmm. I agree. But then I'm also like, but women in Texas. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can't back off of that. And then I I'm know. like, but there's a famine in, in Yemen. You know? that. Remember, we talked about that a, a little bit ago about... At some point, you just have to it's put it out because we didn't know about all this shit. You can be, ten years ago. You yeah. can altruistic yourself to death. <laughs> like if you if you sit and and I don't know. At, at some point, you just have to live your life. Yeah, and and just do what you can because that's almost equal to unless you unless you you know get Bezos money and then don't be a dick about it. <laughs> Then there's not a lot you can do for the famine in Yemen or women in in Texas. It's almost equal to not having hope. It's, there's another word for it. We'll think of it. By the way, we didn't even talk about Shatner going to space uh, and Bezos cutting him off mid conversation. Bezos is such a Did dick. you see that? First of all, William Shatner is known as being a dick, but but Bezos Dude, is Bezos, such a freaking weird. Shatner was emotional, was crying, and was trying to explain how he felt. This uh -huh. is a man, a trained actor, right? Right, who knows words <laughs> and is a known dick. So him doing that is he's trying to speak about this experience. He's just gotten off the the probe, or whatever the ship, the shaft, the uh, yeah, phallus, I the phallus. And mid sentence, Bezos cuts him off to get a bottle of champagne to <laughs> to spray. Right, like mid, like it was like the deepest thought Shatner's probably ever had in his life. He's ninety years old. Right. It's the deepest thought, the deepest moment, the most moving moment he's ever had, except for the birth of his children. And Bezos cuts him off to get a bottle of champagne. It was the most awkward shit I've ever seen in my life. Bezos is an awkward dude, man. It was. After it was worse than Carl Malone. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, after his last press conference, I'm surprised they his people let him out. I mean. Yeah. I just like to thank all of you people who gave me all this money. Oh, it's all your fault. <laughs> You're the ones that let me do this. So, fuck have you guys. You, have you seen that uh, Shatner's uh, the sound of when he was in space? Has, I have. Has uh, made the rounds on TikTok as a trend now. Oh, really? Because he's like, 
Oh Lord. <laughs> oh. Oh my Lord. It's <laughs> so funny. I gotta listen to anyway, that. let's take a break, I guess. Oh wow, we're <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even taken our break yet. No. Oh wow. All right. Well, um, We'll have something when we come back. Random headlines or some (laughs) shit. I gotta find them, but yeah. Marathon? But but what if that sexy boy has another bomb? Yeah, are you sure you can finish a marathon? I'm not worried, Meg. I'm just gonna give it all I've got, like Scotty engineering the Enterprise. Scotty, we need more speed. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. She can't take anymore. Damn. Chekhov, reroute auxiliary power to the helm. Uh, Scotty, the bridge. Uh, c- Captain, this is, uh, this is a little embarrassing, but, uh, you know, I've never noticed uh, the little lever I've been pushing. It's, it's only about two-thirds of the way up. I-, I actually can give her more. That's great, Scotty. Mr. Spock, give us readings on... Uh, ca- Captain uh, Scotty again. Yeah, you're not going to believe this. Uh, there is another lever here, too. The ship can literally go three times as fast. I... I'm sorry, but I feel like such a capital J jerk right now. It's okay, Scotty. Uh, Lieutenant Uhura, open all channels for... Captain, I've, I've, I've got to uh, interrupt again. I've just been thinking about this, this given her all she's got thing. I mean, I, I've been completely wrong for years now. I, I feel terrible. I mean, think of how many crises we've been in where the issue was how fast we could go. I, I mean, I'm sorry, Captain. Scotty, it's okay. No, it's not. Eric's dead. At the funeral, I literally said the words to his wife... I was giving her all she's got. Scotty, it's fine. Sulu, lock phasers. Captain, I just got to jump in here. We, we don't have enough dilithium crystals to run the phasers. I've, I've lost all credibility, haven't I? This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. That gets me every time. Hey, by the way, yeah. you find us at the Arctic Pod on TikTok or the Arctic Podcast.com. Watch all of our oh, man. We recorded have, episodes. We have slacked if... off on TikTok. That's true. I should have, uh, man, uh, you know, we lost like 40 followers. Oh, man. We're still, we're still fine. We're well above 10,000 now. There must be people who get banned. You think? I mean, why would you unfollow someone who's not posting? I'm trying to think. The only people <laughs> I've unfollowed were were things that I followed, and then later I'm like, oh, this is racist. Or, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I guess they can watch uh, some of our... They watch the A10, right, and they watch like, our other content. Oh, these guys are super hardcore. America, oh, wait a second. <laughs> they like the Taliban. No. Yeah. Wait, do we like... We don't like the Taliban, right? No. 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 I... No. I I think that we should help the Taliban. They don't want our help. Did you see that? I know, but... Do you understand how many people in Afghanistan are going to die this winter? I don't. They're they're in full. It's a fully collapsed state. Is it? Is that like, bad? There's I've no been, currency. There's no banks. There's no jobs. The news hasn't really been covering it now that we're not there. It's completely failed. Like it's it's how embarrassing for the Taliban and it's they, collapsed. They thought they they had it on lock. Yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, when coalition forces are employing like half the country, <laughs> and then the coalition pulls out in two days. Yeah, what do you I didn't do? think about that. So, okay. Um, so I don't know what's going on with my my internet here, but um, it's only letting me pull up certain pages. And well, I turned so on your filters. That's what it feels. <laughs> that's what it's like. It's I don't know. Anyway, 
Um, so all the head headlines you're going to get today is from NPR because that's the only thing that's pulling up. That's an interesting is place not, to find random headlines. Well, it's it's strange news under NPR. Ah, I okay. normally get them from NPR, HuffPost, or Fox has an interesting UPI. strange section. Uh, they do occasionally. Yeah. I don't like using them because they play ads and yeah. it always ends up coming on and it's annoying. But anyway, self-driving Waymo cars gather in a San Francisco neighborhood, confusing residents. What's a Waymo car? Um, I'm, uh, I think it's like a self-driving Uber. In a tiny oh. neighborhood in San Francisco's Richmond district, self-driving Waymo cars have been converging at all hours of the day and night, mystifying neighbors. KPIX reported earlier this week. Oh, I said that. See, this I I couldn't be a news reporter because <laughs> I missed the comma. And I uh, anyway, have you seen that one? That's like. A building burnt down due to a fire last night that was caused by a fire. Like, it's like, it repeats <laughs> it like three times. <laughs> anyway. Oh, anyway. Uh, so these, these Waymo cars, these self-driving Ubers, are just going into the neighborhood, turning around and leaving. <laughs> so It's like when someone turns around in your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, it's been puzzling for residents. The cars aren't taking anyone to and, and fro it says <laughs> the programmers are like look we got to send them somewhere i get well <laughs> like and then when locals ask the drivers why they're in the neighborhood oh they're not self-driving oh but so there's people in them still oh <coughs> choked on my spit so they're they're the ones like sitting behind the wheel I waiting guess. waiting to take over in case something goes bad What's the point of self-driving cars? I well, it's, it's all testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But remember when that woman yeah, hit, yeah, hit yeah. the guy on the yeah, bike? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, the so, car hit him. So she the didn't. car is just taking them there. I don't know. There's no explanation. My theory is they've they've gained sentience and <laughs> <laughs> they're plotting to kill us with the pigs. Right. Yeah, they're mapping it out. They're mapping out the, the route. The Waymo cars and wild boars are planning a hostile takeover yeah. of the United States. <laughs> Let, I'm going to put that on the prediction list. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I, once a week I see a headline about wild boar. I know. So It's crazy. Uh, a zebra that escaped from a Maryland farm. Oh, Did know, you say zebra? This. Yeah, a zebra. A zebra. <laughs> it's a male that zebra? A zebra died. This isn't, this isn't weird news. It's sad news. Yeah. <laughs> Just can't get over a male zebra. A zebra. A, zebra. <laughs> a box of Twinkies left alone for eight years held some surprises for Colin Purrington. Upon having a sugar craving, combined with being just so bored with the pandemic, Purrington opened the box a few weeks ago. Ew, I think I found it. Yeah. Ew. Uh, like many people, uh, Purrington believed Twinkies are basically immortal, although the official shelf life is 45 days. He removed the Twinkie from the box, unwrapped it, it looked fine, took a bite. Ew. Why would you take a bite? <laughs> no, why not like break it, it in half? Split it first, right? <laughs> and then realize that uh, it was it was not good. He bought them for sentimental reasons when Hostess <laughs> declared oh bankruptcy. That Wait, was the best thing ever because then little Debbie's came in and replaced all the Hostess, and little Debbie's are way better. Than so Hostess. are these all three from his box? This one just has a higher level of mold. I guess it looks like it looks like ramen. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a bunch of dead spiders or something. I mean, I I imagine when they package these, they pump nitrogen into there. Oh, like, I got to remind me, spiders just reminded me of something. We got to get back to that. Ew. Don't let me forget. Um. Anyway, so 
Oh, that's in the story. Right. <laughs> well, for those who don't, it's watch a mystery. It. It's another mystery of the mummified Twinkie. If you don't watch it on. Is uh, it is it actually mummified? Like, what is mummifying? Is it is it like, like uh, dried? Like uh, removes all the liquid. Uh, what is it? The uh, the wood, but it's like petrifying. Like petrifying. Uh, no, know? that's fossilizing. Mm. I don't know. But the, it looks like peanut butter. The filling on his looks like peanut butter. I would just eat it and be like, oh, this is not I'm suing Hostess. <laughs> For what? For being stupid? <laughs> uh, I'd probably win, too. Yeah. Um, A man, a ninja with a sword. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> a ninja with a sword assailed a U.S. Army Special Operations Unit in California. Um... So the incident occurred a little after 1 a.m. in September on the 18th uh, when authorities in Richest, California, got word of a sword-wielding man dressed as a ninja on the loose. If someone if someone reported that there was a ninja on the loose in your neighborhood, would you lock the doors or, like, uh, pull out your, your no, dueling knife? Or? It's a free country. And do whatever the hell he wants. Whatever they kill ninjas all the time. The police do. They did one. I know, and they got they got lit up about yeah, it. Yeah, they did. Uh, the attack came without any warning. Um, wait, he attacked people? Yeah, he attacked the army, <laughs> the whole army. <laughs> they were. They all happened to be in California. <laughs> it was uh, like a Pearl Harbor situation. All, like, you know, what is it? A million service members or yeah. whatever. Uh, the suspect had assaulted a victim at the scene with a sword and thrown a rock through a hangar window, hitting an additional victim in the head. Well, that's a that is a ninja skill, to be able to go through a window and break it and still hit that's true, hit your target. Uh huh. That was no accident, my friend. The victims are members of the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, or sore sore according to the stars and stripes newspaper which states that the military personnel were at the airport as part of a training exercise whatever uh the incident report quickly drew attention after it was posted on instagram it must have been a super secret military exercise (laughs) quick jen put it on instagram right uh it describes how wait so he didn't Turns out that this was training, but the word didn't get out. <laughs> well, ninjas and ISIS dress relatively similar. Right. So really you don't know until you look been at the an ISIS guy with a sword. You don't know until you look at the steel. Right. You gotta know. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh the incident report quickly drew attention after it was posted on Instagram, describes how a staff sergeant was smoking a late night cigarette near an airport hangar when an unknown person wearing full ninja garb approached him with a with a question, you know, if you reported this without, <laughs> if, if if there was no evidence to support it, right? Yeah, it was a ninja. I swear, it was a ninja. <laughs> um, the man asked, "Do you know who I am?" The sergeant said he did not. Do you know where my family is? <laughs> <laughs> when the sergeant said he did not know, the person in ninja garb began to slash at him with the katana sword. The report states, uh, adding that the sergeant's leg and phone were struck. Wow. Mm. Good thing his phone was there. Yeah. The sergeant ran, jumped a fence. <laughs> uh, apparently the ninja can jump the fence. Not with a sword I bet in this was, I bet this was a fat guy. I guarantee you this is a fat. <laughs> it's a Beverly Hills ninja. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sergeant ran, jumped a fence, and reached a building where he joined others from his company. And as uh, as he and the captain locked the doors and called 911, the assailant kicked and punched doors and windows, according to the report, which has redacted the service members' names. 
I'm telling you, if I was that captain and my sergeant came in and was like, holy shit, guys, lock the doors. There's a ninja outside. <laughs> a ninja. He's got a sword. Isis is here. <laughs> like, okay, Sergeant Jones. I see they used projectile rounds, but were ineffective, so they had to tase him. 35-year-old Gino, Gino Rivera, or Gino. I don't know how you say it. Gino. <laughs> That's for you, team Mitch. Freaking Gino. <laughs> oh. uh, Gino Rivera. <laughs> I really want to see what this guy looks like, so I just Googled him to see. Does he look like a Gino? I'm assuming he looks like a mentally disturbed person, but. I just, as I typed it into Google, I typed Gina. Gina. <laughs> I'm not getting any solid pictures of. No. Of there, him. I, there's a wrestler named uh, Gino Rivera. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, if we're look, find okay, it. okay. Uh, look at this. Is this armless guy? <laughs> uh, wait, check it. Uh, <laughs> things went wrong. Uh, based on this picture of the guy's butt, I can basically confirm that he is a larger fellow. Okay. Mm. Beverly Hills Ninja. So yeah, those are a real, uh, real life. Those are the random headlines. I like them. Like um, super random this week. There's also one that hey. says cockroaches are cool, but I don't. Uh, no, that's just that. not true. So we don't have to listen. By the way, speaking of swords, yeah. did you see the uh, member of parliament in England oh, yeah. was stabbed right. at a town hall event at a church and killed? Yeah. But in the story I read, it was on the AP, uh-huh. it went on to describe how this has happened several other times this decade in England. Really? A dude killed uh, a representative's aide and injured the representative with a sword at a town hall event. Weird, like it's like a frequent. Do they not have? It's like shootings in the in America is. Well, <laughs> that's what happens when you don't have gun control. <laughs> you need to have sword control. It's true. See, it doesn't matter Look, what people you control. have been dying in England by sword since the medieval times. Just ask King Arthur. Yeah. All right, and and the Round Table, they will tell you. Yeah. I mean, they cut that Round Table right. That is half. super, and they they said that it's been uh, it's an act of terror. Yeah. Oh, and uh, then did you see Norway? Uh-uh. The guy with the bow and arrow? Oh, killed yeah, like I did hear about that. Killed like 12 people or something yeah. with the bow and arrow? See, that makes more sense as an act of terror. Just killing a, a Congress member doesn't seem like much of an act of terror. You shouldn't say just, but yeah. Well, I'm killing, saying killing a normally of the goal of a terrorist is to inflict as much damage as possible, right. not go after one individual. Yeah. I guess, th- you know what it comes, it always comes down to motive. And then you got to prove it. Yeah, I right? suppose that's true. Uh, speaking of uh, killers, Nicholas Cruz, Parkland shooter. Oh yeah, is going to plead guilty. Well, that's good because he did it. <laughs> but he has. There's actually no, uh, no deal was made with the prosecution. Oh, he's just like. So the prosecution is still seeking the death penalty. It'll be decided by a jury. Oh, that's normally why people will plead guilty is to avoid the death penalty. Trying to get life without the. So the he does have to get. Uh, the jury has to be unanimous do you th- to get the death penalty. What do you think about him and the death penalty? I know we've. I don't really want to get into death penalty debate right now. Uh, no, I'm. I'm. I'm basically fully opposed to the death penalty. I'm still curious. We talked about this a few episodes ago. And I'm still curious about victims, mm-hmm. uh, families uh-huh. after the perpetrator has been killed. I want to know how they feel. Well. 
we did talk about that because I there was a a couple murdered do- that the a documentary about someone that had been sentenced to death row and he kept getting a pill and how much it was affecting the family and how they were relieved when he finally was executed. Right, but but that's I, just I, one. Example. I think I posed the argument, which was had he just been convicted of life without the possibility of parole, the finality was still would be there. Right, I suppose. I think. I mean, every it probably just depends. Everybody's idea of justice can be different. If if you have this like crazy feeling in the back of your mind that they're going to escape, right? I but I think I would want. I think if I wanted someone to suffer, right, I would want them to be in prison. No, I agree. And I'd go visit the them. death penalty. Kind of almost seems like a too quick of a. Yeah, I'd go visit them and be like, "How's your stay?" <laughs> well, they should get like the worst. Like, not just be. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they probably do get twenty three hours of of lockdown. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I, right. But. I don't know. So, no, I'm 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 pretty much opposed to the death penalty. In right, almost, in right. We might we might lose it here in Utah. Yeah, I it's just a weird it's a weird punishment. Yeah, when that's what we're punishing you for. Right. Uh, I don't know. Speaking of killers and killing, I don't know if you saw my conundrum on Facebook that no. I posted about. No, I'm sorry, I'm not on the book very much. Oh, okay. Well, I have a uh, conundrum. Now, as you may know, I don't kill spiders. It's true. Any- He's actually very passionate about it. This is no joke. Anymore. Yeah. And um, Not since the accident. No, Ethan got so mad at me. <laughs> yeah. He, he genuinely seemed pretty pissed off. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think it was for Steph's sake, but he was genuinely mad. Yeah, I, I think I'm so. going to kill him, man. I, I, I knew where it was the whole time, too. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let him know where it was. You told him to hide? Yeah. <laughs> Spider speak. So um, there I am the other day putting up one of my cameras and I look down and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and there's a giant black widow. And mind you, I have not seen a lot of black widows, but this one was big. I don't honestly, I know they're here. Uh huh. I This is my first time seeing them I here in Utah. I, I think I've seen maybe one. And uh, so I was like, okay, I took some pictures, got kind of close. It was eating one of those nasty, um, uh, what are those red, those red bugs that come every year? Um, like a box elder bug? Yeah, a box elder yeah. bug. And so I was like, all right, I'm just, I'm not going to do anything right now. Uh, and then uh, did I you go. Say, did you say anything to it? Like, I said, I'm not going to hurt I you. I said, I'm not going to do anything about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Out loud? I just want to know if you know. talked to the I'm, spider. I might have. Um, I did. Oh, the, no, because there was a cable guy there at the time <laughs> and putting in my my internet. And Wait. I was like, dude, have you ever seen a giant black widow? And he's like, no. <laughs> uh, so you at least informed him. Yeah. Okay. Well, come to find out, I should have like informed him more because as I'm looking down the side of my house, there's a... Uh, ah, so you need to get a... There's a lot of black widow. Not big ones, mind you. There are two. That I found that are quite large. But you found multiple black widows on the outside of your house. Yeah. And we're headed into winter. More than five. Dude. <laughs> just get some spray, man. <laughs> I don't want to kill them, no, man. No, no, They're just no. Being here's, spiders. Here's the deal. So we have we have Moxie uh-huh. that comes and sprays our house. Uh-huh. And it's not like I find dead spider carcasses. I think that they I think it's I think that they avoid it. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure, there are sprays. That kill them. 
I just feel bad, man. They're but just I think being if you spiders. if you continually spray around your house, right. it's more it's more of a it keeps them out. It doesn't just kill right. them when they run into it. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know. I'm not a no. I'm probably going but, to have to. But I'm a little worried about you. Well, there has not been a, a a. I looked into it to see how poisonous they really are, and it's not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. Venomous. Yes. Yes. And. Uh, <laughs> um, at first, I was like, "Well, maybe there's a predator that likes black widows that I can, you know, like a cat." Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing that eats black widows are a praying mantis occasionally. Mm. Everything else gets sick if they eat it. So you'd be okay releasing a a swarm of praying, praying mantis? I don't know, man. They're creepy. <laughs> but knowing that the end result would be a dead black widow, but you're not okay with as long. Even though it's an artificial at least, circle of life, at least it's going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could kill it and take their bodies to praying mantises, praying mantis. Uh, like take their bodies I, and I think, dump them I into. Think praying mantis need to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the freaking goat yeah, on yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so the only other, uh, the only other animal besides praying mantis, and praying mantis don't eat them very often because they're. Just out of necessity. Yeah, they're a sizable opponent, but uh, the only other animal that eats them are black widows. <laughs> they eat each other. Yeah. Wow. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> I could release a no, bunch of black widows. Dude, here's the deal, though, and man. then they could they could have a war, and and they but could try to form a government, and <laughs> there could be coups, <laughs> and <laughs> eventually the the problem is I've got like nuclear spider explosions going off as they develop. They split the atom. And yeah. The problem is that. Uh, we're we're getting hard freezes at night. Right. So they're gonna find a way into your house. Right. the The last reported death from a black widow was 1982. So in Utah? No, in general. At anywhere? Yeah. Well, that's refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might lose a leg, but you don't die. No, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even think it's that bad. And apparently, they can bite you and not release venom too, if they choose so choose. I wonder so, if it hurts. Yeah. Apparently, it's a pretty painful bite. I guess. No, like it hurts them. To release venom, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It I, hurts. If it felt, if it felt good, I'm, they'd probably be like releasing sure venom all the time. Causes like, oh. <laughs> it's like necrotizing, oh. necrotizing fasciitis. I think. So I don't know. I guess I gotta get some spray and just freaking do it. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't like. I don't like it. Like I said, I don't. It. It doesn't. There are sprays that will kill them. Yeah. But I think for the most part, it creates a barrier. That they just don't want to pass, like it's it, it, like it smells bad or some shit to them. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't think they like. It's not like they walk up to it and just keel over. It does. Some of it does. I know, but the ones that like they come spray quarterly. Right, 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 right. Otherwise, you would have like a distinct line around your house. That I I did that once. Uh, I bet I bug bombed my basement when I lived in a basement one of the many times, um, and uh, I came home and there were a lot yeah. of dead spiders. I was like. Well, what's the stat? We've talked about the stat before. It's uh, like you're always within like seven always, feet. There's always one close by. Yeah, I'm sure they're in our within ceiling. the walls, the ducts, our ceiling uh, dampeners up uh, here. You know, but they're good. Spiders eat other spiders. They they no, eat, I'm not they eat box elder bugs. Listen, I'm not anti-spider. They eat mosquitoes. I'm not spiderist. I just think that when the risk is that they could come in your house and bite you in your sleep and you could lose I a toe. I wonder if there's any, like, spider collectors that will come get them. Absolutely. I'm going to look into that. Yeah, people who collect the venom and put it on, like, uh, 
arrows. <laughs> Terror ensues in Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like they like eat the venom to develop a tolerance. <laughs> like I'm I'll- not taking no vaccine. Give me that black widow. <laughs> Iocane. Yeah. Oh, okay. all right. All right. That's it. That's good. Thanks, everybody. That's, we uh, we uh, appreciate your patience as you waited for this episode to come out. Hopefully, Spencer mixes it really fast. I have to make a logo for for somebody, but I will find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And TikTok or the ArcticPodcast.com where you can see Spencer's shirt designs and listen to every episode or watch them for free. Or pay us. I don't know. Or pay us. Yeah. For episode 119, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time.